creeping on the low, 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 low. Cucks and bitches giving stitches. Two friends, two murders. Two friends, two murders. I said, two friends, two murders. Hey. It's all about our two friends, two murders. I said it's all about our two friends, two murders. Two friends, two murders. How about that? How about that? <laughs> uh, shout out to Christy and Taylor for their awesome jingles that they sent us last week. Those were hilarious. Uh, yeah. My we absolute. were basically in a conference room at work listening to them getting no work done. How about that? How about that? If two you... friends, <laughs> two murders. If any of you guys have jingles you want to send us, you definitely should because we will show them on the podcast yeah, and they're well, hilarious. And maybe one day make it into our actual introduction. Yeah, well, we still need an introduction, yeah. so this is why they sent them to us for fun. Yeah, basically. But anyways, welcome to episode one of Two Friends, Two Murders. I'm Kylie. And I'm Aubrey. And this is our podcast. Just two <laughs> girls talking about two murders. Thanks for everyone who listened to our podcast last week on Buzzsprout. Yes, thank you guys so much while we were trying to figure that out. If you didn't see on our Instagram, we are now officially on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, me and Kylie thought it was like this really hard thing to do. <laughs> and then Riley, my husband, was looking at the computer and he's like, don't you just do this. And <laughs> it was done in like two minutes. Tech person wanted. <laughs> yes, uh, ad for a tech person, ad for a tech person. And there's also an ad for someone who can write an introduction for us. Mm-hmm. Both, yeah. both wanted. Basically do anything for us and then we'll just be the sexy voices behind the podcast. Yeah, you know it. We just can't pay you. <laughs> but we'll pay you in animal snuggles. And our company... And you can have some of our pizza that's coming. Yeah, so if the doorbell rings, it's our pizza. Don't, don't <laughs> freak out. Oh, and then an update from our intro last week. Yes. Grandma, Aubrey's grandma, me, my grandma, she has listened to the podcast. She was actually one of the first people to listen. She, she is our number one fan. She is, for sure. And she has approved, but Kylie can't swear, so get your shit together. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. Um, my mom said that she wouldn't send it to any of her friends because I swore, so that fucking sucks, <laughs> Mom. That was Kylie, not Aubrey. I don't swear. (laughs) Anyway, Kylie, how's your week been? It's been fine. It's been fine? (laughs) Besides the fact that there's been earthquakes waking me up every day. Oh, okay, so I was awake. It was like Friday night, and I was awake at 2.30, which is weird because I'm old and like go to bed at 9 regularly. Mm, Same. But I was awake, and I felt it downstairs in the basement, and it was like this weird rumble, and I was like, Finn, what was that? Yeah, the first time it happened, Riley was like, it was probably just wind. And I was like, (laughs) that was just wind. Out by you, it's probably way worse. Well, yeah, and, like, I literally thought that a truck had crashed into my house, so I actually got up out of bed and, like, walked up to my window. It was, like, looking around all sketched out, <laughs> not knowing what happened, and, of, co- of course, the cats are all paranoid, but I went back to sleep, and then the second one woke me up, and I was like, well, we're doomed. Finn was telling me that it's, like, a sign that, like, right before an earthquake is about to start, your animals will start freaking yeah. out, and Zuko was freaking out, like, after the fact, so yeah. I was like, oh, God, there's another one headed yeah. our way. But then, like, I have my cats who just... Just chill. Yeah, Avery didn't do shit. No, they don't care, <laughs> except after it happened, then Hennessy went under the bed, and I couldn't get him back out. Oh. This week... We're going to be talking about Utah murders. You guys guessed our clue pretty quickly. Yeah, you did. Sorry about that. <laughs> guys, we're still getting the hang of this, okay? Yeah. 
Next week's going to be freaking hard, so bring your A-game to crack the puzzle. <laughs> we haven't thought of it yet, but it's going to be hard. Whatever. We have every week planned, or every episode planned out. Mm-hmm. We know exactly what this we're doing. This is a professional We've already done the podcast. research. Like, don't we're... tell us. We know what we're doing. <laughs> Um, I'll go first. I don't care. Okay. Do it. I'm so excited. I've been like patiently waiting to hear what this murder is about. <laughs> and it's like keep I doing this research, just so you guys know, it I did research on three murders yeah, for this one because decide. I could not figure out which one I wanted. So I'm by the time that we're done with this podcast, I'm gonna have like 550. We had to record today done. so that she didn't change her mind yeah, again. Yeah, I told Kylie yesterday, to I said, we have to record or I'm going to literally have every Utah murder in my head and I'm going to get all messed up and confused. <laughs> Kayla, let's um, hear it. I did one because <laughs> that's how I roll. I'm not an overachiever. But so. yeah, yours is probably going to be like perfection because you only did one. Well, or I'm going to be confused where I'm going to be mixing up like, I'm going to call him like Ted Manson instead of Ted, <laughs> Ted Bundy. Ted Manson. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dead man. Um, well, so the first, I did a couple, I researched a few, but didn't really feel like any of them were super good until I found this guy because yeah. he was just, there's so much creepiness here. I didn't, it's going to be hard for me to even know where to begin, but yeah. um, some of you guys might have heard of him. Like he comes up on serial killer topics mm-hmm. because he's one of, um, I don't know if he's one of the only serial killers from Utah, but he is a popular one. But I had never really heard of him before. So Um, his name is Arthur Harry Bishop. He was born in Hinkley, Utah, which I don't know where that is. I mean, do you know where Hinkley, Utah is? Like a church president, like Hinkley? Gordon B. Hinkley, I (laughs) think. Is that it? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I recognize this guy's name, but I have no idea who he is. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. He's well, so wherever Hinkley, Utah is, sorry for our Hinkley fans. <laughs> <laughs> Kylie's doing a hashtag with her fingers for those of you who can't see her. <laughs> um, he was born and raised Mormon, Eagle Sat Eagle Scout, mm. returned missionary, mm-hmm. just like ideal son, right? Yeah. Like nobody expected that this kind of stuff would happen from him. Yeah. He went on a, I think he went on his mission to, like, the Philippines, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then when he came back, he went to Stephen Henniger's and uh, graduated with an accounting degree. Oh, accounting. Yeah. That's where it went wrong. That is where it kind of <laughs> went wrong because he, first, he was working for this car dealership and basically he was embezzling all of this money, like over $8 million in what? yeah, in embezzlement. So they found him. And like, I don't know how court systems worked back then because this was back in the 70s. Yeah. But he basically was just like, I'm sorry. Like, I won't. Like, I'll repay you guys and da 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 da. Well, and they, they're just like, everything's fine. Yeah. They were like, okay, we trust you. Mm. He takes off. And just completely changes his identity, oh, and they, they never hear from him again, obviously. Cool. All right, perfect. Um, so that's what that that's what happened with that. <laughs> um, he so he changes his name to Robert Downs, and when he he moved into like the Salt Lake City area, mm-hmm. changed his name to Robert Downs, and he was a part of the Big Brother organization where like. People oh, yeah, will sign yeah, yeah. up to help, like, underprivileged youths yeah. and, and different, and, you know, just kind of give them, like, a sibling-type yep. care, I'm caretaking. Get, getting a weird vibe already. I kind of well, see where this is going. <laughs> buckle. <laughs> buckle up. Oh, <laughs> um, let's just get 
down to the the first Ooh, incident, down, right? So he okay. does like all this Big Brother stuff. He's like really into the community. Like everybody thinks he's this great guy again. Just uh-huh. like doesn't suspect anything. Um, in his apartment complex, there was this four-year-old boy that was just outside playing in the courtyard by himself. His name was Alonzo Daniels. Fair warning, this involves children. Yeah. Should we put, like, a freaking (laughs) warning at the beginning of the episode? Disclaimer. Disclaimer, that's it. Should we put, we should probably put one of those. We'll go back. (laughs) Um... Alonzo Daniels, and he was just outside playing in the apartment complex by himself, and from what I can gather, the Robert Downs, a.k.a. Arthur Gary Bishop, went over to him and offered him candy, Hmm. the typical don't take strangers from candy. Don't take strangers from candy. Uh, uh, (laughs) This is a new announcement. Do not take Strangers from candy. Public service announcement. <laughs> Teach your kids, don't take strangers from candy. <laughs> this is off to a great start. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, don't take candy from strangers. Because, oh, it's like so weird. I don't even want to say it. It's so yeah. creepy. He basically lured him back into his apartment complex. And he bludgeoned him with a hammer. So that's how he killed him. And this but then isn't he, an apartment? Yeah, this is just in his He's apartment just complex. He's by himself. Kid from the kid. apartment complex. Yeah. Seems normal. Yeah. 70s, they let their yes. kids do what they, yes. what they wanted, I guess. 70s was like the heyday yeah. for killers. Okay, perfect. And so he bludgeons him, but then the way that he actually kills him is that he drowned him in his bathtub. So let's torture him by hitting mm-hmm. him with a hammer, and mm-hmm. then. But that's not enough. Let's like. Yeah, no, that's not enough. And he would, when like later on, because we have a lot to get through with this guy. But oh, like goodness. later on, he would start to say that like he told the, his victims that he would let them go if he like didn't tell. Well, because he's molesting them, right? Like yeah. it's not just yeah. like a murder. Like he's a pedophile. Yeah. And so he would tell his victims if you don't tell anyone then I'll, I'll let you go like you'll be fine but then yeah. like a four-year-old how is a four-year-old going to understand that concept yeah, like yeah he's gonna be like mom guess what I like did what today. the well and so like if he had any and obviously this is just what this creeper is saying but yeah. like if he had any indication that they were going to tell on him then he would kill them oh which was probably all of them. Most of them. Well, not really, which oh which is what's fucked up. <laughs> oh my gosh. So a year goes by. He So you don't goes, years go by n- n- nothing no they're just No looking. one was able to find him. Like yeah. they couldn't find the body. They had no idea where this kid went off to. Um a year goes by and he strikes again. Oh but before I get into that, here's, like, one of the pieces that I thought was, like, really creepy is that he would go because he was trying to satisfy his, like, craving or, you know, whatever you want to call craving? it. Craving? Yeah, Ugh. whatever you want to call it. He was trying to satisfy that in different routes so that he didn't kill again. Mm. And so he would go. I don't even know if you're ready to handle this. I don't know if you can I handle know. this I have part. chills and you haven't even told me. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'd like feel bad telling you this because it's just gonna ruin your day. <laughs> okay. He would go and adopt a bunch of dogs. Is it got, I was gonna say, is this yep. something to do with animals? Yep. I don't want anything to do with this. <laughs> he would go and adopt dogs from the humane, I, I don't know if it was the humane society, yeah. whatever shelter back yeah. then. Um, and he would like bludgeon the dogs and kill, drown the dogs. And he said it was because like the whimpering reminded him of his victim. So that was like how he kept off for a year he would just do that 
that's just lovely. Yeah, and I'm like, does no one notice that this? And it said that he adopted like over fifteen yeah, to twenty. I'm like, where? He's like, mm, that this one first didn't work one out. Good enough for me. Yeah, ran away. Like, oh, I just loved him so much. I just want seventeen more. Yep, exactly. In my apartment complex. Yeah, no, I'd be like, this guy's a sketchy dude. I know. It's wild. So, anyway, I hated that part. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate all of it, right? But yeah, but, you know, everyone's a little sensitive Ooh. when it comes to animal abuse. Yeah. I mean, so, a year passes, right? And so, then he's at this skating rink, and there mm-hmm. is this 11-year-old oh, boy. skating rink. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. And he has, like, these old, the kid has, like, these old skates. Apparently, he's, like, and Robert Downs is just hanging out there, and he has these old skates that he's trying to sell. And mm-hmm. Robert Downs, again, a.k.a. Arthur Gary Bishop, is like, oh, I'll buy your skates from you. Like, mm-hmm. definitely, I need those for sure. Like, just meet up with me tomorrow morning. Let's just meet outside. Yeah, and he was like, okay. So the kid left, sat, I think it was like a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. went to go meet him, and the parents were like, okay, you come straight home right oh. after, though. And he did not. Yeah, well. Um, he has... From what I could gather, he kind of had a thing for the bludgeoning with the hammer and the drowning in the bathtub because I'm pretty sure almost all of his victims were done that way. So after that, there is another victim. And this one, oh my God, this one like makes, not that they're all obviously like heartbreaking. They're all heartbreaking, but this one like makes my like heart sink into my stomach because there was another four-year-old. His name was Danny Davis. And he was at the supermarket with his, I can't can't remember if it was a grandfather or a grandmother, Mm -hmm. but he was there and just, I don't know if they weren't watching him or if like Mm -hmm. he was able, like he just kind of like ran away to like the gumball machine and Robert Downs was able to lure him away and like took him. And it just like makes me sick because can you imagine being like that grandparent? Oh, that yeah, and having be... to tell his parents that, yeah. like, you turned your back. I, but again, I it's lost like, him. It's so hard. It's with any family. Like, you can turn your back for one second. One second, yeah, and, exactly. Like, it's all hell breaks loose. Yeah, no, and it's just, like, I just think you would always feel responsible, like, no yeah. matter what. And yeah. then just that feeling, oh, sick. Yeah. So where is he putting all these damn bodies? You will find out. <laughs> Hold on. Stay tuned. Yeah, no, you no, will no. find out. Um, so after the supermarket... Danny Davis. Mm-hmm. Two years pass. Okay. Um, it didn't say if he adopted any more dogs or anything like that, but I'm sure he was doing some shit. And yeah. I think all between this two, like, keep in mind he's still a part of, like, these, like, church communities, this big brother communities, like, yeah, so he, he's still he molesting kids throughout. Yeah, he made it so he has access to children yeah. constantly. Yeah. And I don't know, like, why these poor victims were chosen or not. I think it's just the opportunity arose for him in whatever reason but yeah. this whole time he's still doing all of that stuff so Lovely. he's a real piece of work um, he sounds great yeah he's disgusting so two years pass the next one Troy Ward and this one is really sad because it was on his sixth birthday that Aww. he was abducted I know. And I think it was just like he, I don't know, I think he was on his way home from something. Um, yeah. And then like his, his. Uh, I think it was an uncle or a family friend, I honestly can't remember, but was supposed to go pick him up. And when they went to go pick him up, he just wasn't there. Oh. And so, I mean, he met the same fate as the other ones. Yeah. So. He's probably walking home from school or something. Yeah, I think it was like school or just, I can't remember exactly yeah. what it was, but it was his sixth birthday. There was like literally a birthday party oh. waiting for him when he got home and he never got home. Isn't that so awful? That's so sad. 
Okay, okay, get through this. Jeez, Kylie, so, your first murder. So disgusting. It's like so much to go through. Okay, but here's where he fucked up because he only let like three weeks pass after he killed his last victim, Troy Ward. So he's Ward. getting a that little was, cocky. Mm-hmm, little yeah, just like thinking he could do whatever he wanted, yeah. right? So he only let a couple weeks pass. And this one, I'm just like, what were he's an idiot because. His name was Graham, and it's, like, this 13-year-old that was in their apartment complex, I think, again, church community, and they were supposed to go on a camping trip. Like, his parents were going to let him go on a camping trip with a friend and the Robert Downs guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, he, he just was going with them? Yeah, he was just supposed to take these boys out for this camping trip, and it wasn't until, like, next week. But for whatever reason, Graham, like, went to go talk to him, and um, Robert Downs did the exact same thing. Jeez abducted him I think he was trying this was one of the ones that he specifically said like oh but if you don't tell like I won't yeah. do anything which with a 13 year old boy like that's a lot to take in they're embarrassed mm-hmm. they're most likely not going to tell anyone right well and it's just like I'm sure he was like you know crying and say that he wouldn't tell it so yeah so I don't know what so because they knew that he was like going on this camping trip trip with this guy mm-hmm. they obviously suspected Robert for and he had been interviewed for all of these other disappearances too because oh. all of them were in the same area like it's not like he went to like yeah, different like, cities or like something that connected yeah him. there was something to connect him and he like had been interviewed for all the other ones as a suspect but like just nothing came to hmm. fruition of it like nothing happened so finally on on this last one because of he he was so closely connected to him they decided to that he you know like bring him in for questioning and he yeah. basically just like caved and confessed to everything hmm. he's just like i did it yeah well because they found out like they found out about his old identity mm-hmm. and that he had been like hiding oh, and yeah. like on the run and he also had a secondary well i guess this is his third identity that um, he was embezzling from another company under the name Lynn Downs. And so, like, he had just basically embezzled all this money and, like, took his work profile from, or, like, a folder of, like, his work... I don't know what they called it back then, but, like, a work profile. Uh Stole it so they had absolutely no information from him and just took off again. Oh, okay. So they, like, found both of those aliases. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. He knew how to get around. But after they kind of were like, we know that you're not Robert Downs. Like, yeah. we know that you are. Like, oh, they know. Spill, it, spill the beans. Spill Bas- it all. Basically. Yeah. Yep. So he kind of confessed to all the murders. And then the next morning after they had brought him in for the confessions, he took them to the body sites. So he had uh, buried the first three boys in um, Cedar Fort, Utah, like in the woods. Yeah. Um, just in shallow graves. And then he had... Which at this point, wouldn't they be somewhat, like, decomposed Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then he had buried the other two bodies in Big Cottonwood. Um, like, Big Cottonwood Creek is the area that Ew, they said it so was. It's so creepy, like, because, like, we know exactly we where know, like, that We know, like, we, like, literally work right by it. It's yeah. disgusting. That's it's so, so weird. weird. Um, one of the grossest parts, again, I mean, it's all gross. Okay. Yeah. But... I was looking and, like, when, because they taped his confession, right, and, like, his interrogation tapes, and they said that, like, at parts, he, like, would start to, like, giggle, and, like, he would start to, like, imitate the boy's last words, and I'm just like, oh, it was, like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, I couldn't find that part, but I did find a part of him admitting that, like, if he didn't get stopped, well, actually, I'll just let you guys listen to it. Hold on. Yeah. Let me pull it up. Let's listen to it. 
actually in a way I feel good telling about this but at the same time I know I'm damning myself to hell for doing it well my friend but I'm glad you caught me because I couldn't stop and I would go do it again if I had the chance because I get around little kids and I start shaking I get nervous it's just not right I don't like anything about that video isn't that disgusting yeah and he's like when I'm around children, I start shaking. Yeah, it's sick. Oh, I forgot to tell you. This, when the Graham uh, murder had happened uh-huh. and they were still, like, doing door-to-doors and, like, trying to, like, find him, he literally went over to the house because I think they lived in the exact same complex. Like, oh, they were like, well-known. And yeah. he went over to the mom. He was like, I hope you find him. If there's anything I can do to help, just let me know. And he had said later that he was like, I really wanted to actually help her, but I just didn't. Didn't know how to tell her that I murdered her son. Yeah, here, let me give you an idea. Uh, I killed him. Yeah, a confess. Yeah, you freaking freakazoid. <laughs> freaking bishop. <laughs> <name>. Yes. <laughs> See, I'm confused already. Um, so then, obviously, after the fact, he is condemned to uh, leave. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Put to death. Put to death. What is it called? <laughs> death sentence. Yeah. No, that's not it. Death sentence. Death sentence. He yeah. had a death sentence, and he chose lethal injection. And that's yeah, one smart thing. It, it was like between that or the firing squad back mm-hmm. then, and he still picked uh, lethal injection. So that was my guy. So at least he's, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone, and he. I mean. It was, it's weird because after he came out with everything, like a bunch of people in the church communities and the big brother community came out and was like, I knew that he was molesting my child too. And okay, but da 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 da. But didn't, because that's what the investigators were saying, because they didn't like realize that any of these kids were connected because like most of the time when people kill they like kill within their same race and two of the boys were african-american and then the others were white Mm. um and they were also all different ages like there were two four-year-olds it was a mix a six-year-old and an 11-year-old and then a 13-year-old and so it spanned across so much that they didn't I mean, I don't know. If, like, five kids go missing in the same area, you think that's a big enough connection, but... Yeah, you think so. Different resources back then, I guess. And the fact that they, like, talked to him about it. They talked to him about every single one, but was just like, oh, no, you're good. You seem fine. You're good to go. Yeah, I don't like anything about that Can you babysit? (laughs) Can you... (laughs) You seem like a solid dude. (laughs) God. Yeah, that that was a good one. I like that. And it's weird to, like, when you're from Utah and you hear these things, because you're like... I know. It's so... You always think it won't happen in your town, mm-hmm, right? But it definitely. Does. It happens everywhere. Yeah, because the investigator was like, if you, like, where were all these people? Like, yeah. they all, con- like, came forward later after he was, like, already uh, committed yeah. for the crimes. And it was like, like where were you? Much sooner. Yeah, could have caught him much sooner. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, good job. That was that's a good one. my dude. <laughs> well, I don't like him. Yeah, he's disgusting. <laughs> he's a freak. Okay, you ready for my murder now? Yes. So mine's not as cool as Kylie's. <laughs> Just kidding. It's pretty cool. Hit me with um, it. It's a little gruesome. Ooh. I but... mean, more gruesome than yeah. bathtubs um, and bloody hammers. I mean, no, and there are no animals involved. So that's a plus. Okay. But, so. Animal lovers can continue. Yes. So Keep listening. You can now press play. I know you've been <laughs> muting it for the past 20 minutes, so... Um, so mine are the hi-fi murders. 
Okay. So these took place in Ogden in April of 1974 at a hi-fi shop. 70s? Yeah, I know. When you were like, 70s, I was like, oh shoot, that's mine too. (laughs) Um, But the hi-fi shop was like a small shop that sold like electronics and it was just like on Main Street on like a little like shop. I wonder what's there I know, and it's like, there's a picture, and we'll post some pictures on our Instagram. Oh, cool. But um, it's like next to a place called Dollhouse. Ew. And Juliet's. I literally so really hate it. So I've never heard of either of those things. <laughs> but the reason I actually picked this murder is, one, because someone from Utah, like, I'm so surprised that I'd never heard about this murder before, because apparently my grandma, shout out to grandma, grandma, her OBGYN, or her OBGYN back in the day was, like, related to the victim, so. Oh, what? Yeah, so. Weird. Yeah, I don't know how that worked or who, but that's apparently what they say, so. I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah. So, the crimes were committed by two 19-year-old U.S. Air Force airmen. That is always so weird to me when it's, like, teenagers that are so young. Because yeah. it's, like, your life, like, yes, your life has started, but it hasn't yeah. really started. Like, yeah. when I think back to when I was 19, like, I didn't know shit. Like, no, it's I, just crazy how people's lives turn out yeah. and when they're that young. Yeah, for sure. So their name is Pierre Selby and William Andrews. So um, they entered, or they entered the, a hi-fi store in Ogden with two handguns. So their intent was to just rob the store, right? Yeah. So, two employees, their name were Stanley Walker, who was 20, and Michelle Ansley, who was 19, were at the store. So, when they came in, they had their handguns out, so they took them hostage and took them down to the store. What store were they robbing? An, an electronics store? It's like an electronics store. So, yeah, okay, like so they thought they were going to, like, pawn yeah. a bunch of the stuff. Yeah, 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 and, exactly. Okay. So, they took them hostage and took them into the basement of the store, because, you know, back in the day, these were old buildings. Ew. They had creepy basements. Yes. And, so they bound them with electrical tape, and this then they has went. Escalated quickly. Yep. It, I'm telling you, this <laughs> this one this murder's pretty quick because it all happens within like an hour. Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So um so then when they put them in the basement, they bound them, and then they go back upstairs to rob the store. Okay. okay. All right. So somehow still like robbery. A, yeah. Just so a robbery. somehow there's a third person involved, but he's just the driver. Okay. So he's just chilling in the van the whole time. Okay. Was he their age, too? Do you know? Yeah, so he was around the same age, too, but he was not a U.S. Air Forceman mm. that, that I believe. Okay, so, it gets a little further now. So, a few moments later, after they had already taken the two um, people down into the basement, a 16-year-old boy, whose name is Courtney Nathbit, I think is how you say it. Nathbit. He entered the store. So, they hadn't locked the door or anything. So And he was like, oh, I'm going to go so buy a stereo. So, he actually went into the store because, one, he had a crush on the girl. That was working oh, that geez. night. And two, he had actually parked his car in their parking lot. So he like asked them if he could park his car there. And they were like, yeah, that's fine. So, oh, he, okay. so they were, he was like friends with them. Yep. So he ran in to the store and then he was taken hostage and thrown into the basement. <laughs> Did I wonder like how that happens? Like he like walks in and he like thinks he's just like going to see this girl he likes and yeah. buy yeah, something. Yeah, he was just walking and, and be like, hey, thanks or for go letting to me get park. my car. Yeah, yeah in uh-huh. here while I ran some errands. And then there's just two guys with handguns like standing there and he's like, what's going on? And they just throw him into the basement. What was the girl's name again? Her name is Michelle. He's like, you're not Michelle. He's like, where's Michelle? Where's Michelle? She's like, I don't know you. <laughs> so in the midst of all this happening, they still haven't locked the door. Okay. Okay. So, Orrin Walker, who was Stan, who Stan is one of the workers, mm-hmm. his dad began to worry because at this point the store should have been closed and he should have been home at this mm-hmm. time. 
So he was like, oh, maybe I should go to the store and check on him. Yeah. So Warren went to the store to find what was happening, and he was taken hostage. So he walks in. There's two men trying to rob a store. So keep Close the door! Lock it! (laughs) That's what these things are for. So they just keep putting these people in the basement, trying, to, and then they go back upstairs, keep continuing. Well, trying and to how rob long store. is it taking them to rob the store? Uh, like, listen, you don't uh, have all day, no. kids. And apparently, they're like, "Oh God, another person. We gotta go put them in the basement." Yeah, we're getting good at it so by now. So he was taken hostage, and so he gets taken down to the basement and immediately stands like, "Dad, like, what are you doing here?" Oh my gosh, so that would be so scary. He was tied up and then thrown down in the basement as well. So. As if we didn't have enough family members in one room. Oh, my gosh. Carol Nathbit, who is the mother of the boy who came in just to thank them for letting him park there. Yeah. She's like, well, where's my son? Like, he's been gone for a while. I know he was just, like, going to the store, like, all these things. She goes to the store and enters, and she's like, where's my son? And what's kind of funny, because she walks in, and this guy's just standing there, and she's like... What's going on? If I was, like, robbing a store, I'd play it so cool. Like, what are you yeah. interested in looking at today? Like, yeah, are no, you are you here for some he stereos parts? And then took her down the basement and threw her down there with her son. What? Oh, my God. So, this is when things get a little crazy. So Tell me they've shut the door by this point. I mean, at this point, I'm sure the door has been locked. No one further has. Is okay. To the okay. <laughs> but now things get a little intense. So... Selby and Andrew, who are the two people robbing the store, they force each of the victims, or, so what happened is Selby told Andrews to go up to the van and to grab some sort of liquid from the car. So, when he returns, he returns with, like, a brown paper bag with some sort of liquid in it. So, Selby actually goes over to, or he says that it's, like, vodka mixed with pills, so basically, it'll just knock them out so they mm-hmm. so they can hurry and rob the store and get out. So this is what they're telling people. Okay. One, if anyone's telling you to be like, hey, drink this liquid, don't worry, it's just vodka. So I can Still rob the don't store. drink it. Even though you're already bound yeah. and you can't move in the basement, like, but we need you to drink this so we can rob the store. Are you going to trust someone who's like beating you if he <laughs> hands you a glass of water? No. Like, no. It seems silly. But... So, I mean, they had guns, though, so maybe they just yeah. forced them to. and that's the thing, is that, that they hadn't used their guns at this point. Hmm. So, they told each of the victims that they wanted them to drink this vodka laced with sleeping pills, but it was actually Drano. Oh, my God. So, Ooh. Yeah. Sick. So, they actually went over to Oren, who was the dad who came to check on yeah. them, and they were like, drink this first, and he was like, absolutely not. So when he refused, they pushed him down and shoved him to the ground and made him lay face down. So then they go to the other victims, and they tell them to drink the liquid. Well, these victims were a little more willing. Uh-huh. So Maybe the victims more started drinking it, and immediately blisters started forming uh, on their lips because uh, it, it's burning you, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That sounds awful. So they're drinking this. They're gagging. They're coughing. Their throats are burning. So, while all this is happening, the flesh around their mouth is starting to peel away. Because it literally is just burning their skin off. Yeah, oh my god. So, the only one at this point, besides Oren, because he hadn't drinking anything yet. How much, I like wonder, how much did they make you drink? Because, like, you, it the was, second it, it would hit your lips, have like, to how be would like you... a teeny tiny bit, but yeah. these people are just, like, shooting it down. Oh my god. Right? So, once it's in your stomach, yeah. it's in your stomach. Whew. So the only one who wasn't forced at this point to drink the Drano wasn't the 19-year-old girl, Ansley, who was the clerk, and mm-hmm. she was just sitting there begging for her life. Like, she's witnessing all of this happening. Mm-hmm. 
So, because everyone's being so loud, they're screaming, like they don't want people to hear this was just supposed to be an easy robbery. They try to put duct tape over these people's mouths, but because the skin is falling off, the duct tape won't stick. Why wasn't (laughs) that option one? I mean, I like, feel like why wasn't a... the duct tape like? Let's try this. Yeah, first. yeah. It seems like these people obviously they, like, were not to. prepared. Yeah, yeah. They weren't prepared, so, and they're like obviously fucking yeah. screws loose. So at this point, Orn was just sitting there, laying on the ground, and he can hear like these screaming coming from them. Keep in mind, one of them is his son. Oh my gosh! So they go over to him and they make him drink the Drano. So they basically force it down his mouth. But because at this point, he's heard what's going on. He knows that it's not vodka, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. he puts it in his mouth, acts like he's drinking it, but he just spits it out. So it never actually gets swallowed, but obviously it still touched his mouth, so it's still burning him. Oh, my God. But I feel so, like that would seriously be one of yeah. the worst ways to go. But because, like, that would be so painful. Yeah, and because he could hear all the other people screaming and panicking, he just, like, played along that he yeah. swallowed it, and he was just, like, acting out the part. That's so he smart. was, like, acting like his, like, he's witness he's witnessing his son, like, being tortured, and he's, like, having to play the part so that they don't hurt him anymore. In hopes that, like, I'm sure he can get out and yeah. get them to, like, yep. a hospital or something. Exactly. Like, that's smart, though. Like So then, one of the robbers, Selby, he became angry because the deaths were taking too long, because he thought that drinking Drano just, like, puts you to sleep. They apparently. have guns. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. He decided that using the gun was a good option at this point. So he went over to Carol and Courtney Nasbitt, so the mom and the son, and he shot them in the back of their heads. So then he turned around and tried to shoot Orin, but he missed. So this is the guy who's been, like, had yeah. to lay down. He's pretending to drink the Drano. He's witnessing his son dying. He tries to shoot him and misses. Okay. So then he goes over to Stan Walker, who was the other uh, clerk working that mm-hmm. night, and shoots him in the back of the head. So then at this point, the only girl who hadn't been shot at, is the, or the only person was the 19-year-old girl, mm-hmm. the clerk. So, of course, her being the girl, it's going to be the worst for her. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Stan actually took her into the far corner, forced her to take all her clothes off and raped her. <gasps> Jesus. Oh, my yep. God. I did not see that coming. Yep. After so, he made her drink so Drano. she hasn't drank Drano Oh, she yet didn't drink the Drano. Nope. Okay. Oh, my God. Nope. So, she was just watching I mean, everyone, still horrendous, right? But like, I'm sure this whole time he's had a plan in his mind, right? That he's yeah. like, well, we Like, as soon as he things. saw her, yeah. I bet he was like, oh, well, robbery and yep. rape. So, he forced her to take off her clothes raped her and then when he was done he dragged her over to the other victims and then pointed the gun at her head and she just said I'm too young to die and he shot her. She's dead. Oh my yeah. god. So Orin, the father is still alive at this point <laughs> so when at this point Stan is or Selby is like well we've tried to shoot him we've tried to, drink, to give him Drano. Is everyone dead except for everyone Orin? Everyone is dead except for Well so we think everyone is dead except for Orin. Dun dun dun. <laughs> yes. Plot twist. Yes. So, Orin, still alive, Selby comes over and tries to choke him to death, okay? So, he has his arms, or, or he's choking him somehow, right? And so, at, or he's using a wire. So, he has a wire wrapped around his throat, and he's pulling it, trying oh to choke God. this guy. When he failed to strangle him, because that took too long, they Selby, insert, you are not cut out yeah, for murder. he's obviously not. You are not, I mean. Again, it wasn't a very well thought out thing. They inserted a ballpoint pen into his ear, and then stomped on it. What the fuck? Yeah. What? Because he stomped on it so hard, it punctured all the way throughout his throat. So keep in mind, this guy was the one who just watched his son die, was forced to put Drano in his mouth, had been shot at, had been strangled, 
And now he has a ballpoint pen sticking out the side of his throat. I just, like, can't also believe how stupid yeah. these people are. Well, like, And the crazy thing is, he survived. Oh my god. So. That, like, act, that makes me so happy At for this him, point, they think everyone's dead. So they go upstairs, they continue to I rob the store, get asses. in the van, and they leave. And at this point, people are getting worried. They're like, okay, well, uh, Oren went to check on where the, his son was, and he's still not home. Mm-hmm. So his wife and other son are like, let's go to the store. Yeah, yeah. So they get to the store, and they hear some weird sort of sounds coming from the basement, probably moaning. Yeah. I mean, yeah. at this point, who knows who's dead and what's happening. Right. So... While Miss Walker stayed upstairs and called 911, the son went down into the basement to see what was happening. Like, imagine walking to the basement, seeing, what, four people shot, and then your dad sitting there, like, with a pen stuck through his throat. And one of them also was his brother, because yeah. the reason he went there was to check yeah. on his son. Like, imagine walking through that, that. No, like, that is... So, Stan Walker and Ansley were already dead. So that's the two clerks that were working that night. Carol, who was the mother who came to check on her son, lived long enough to be loaded into the ambulance, but died on the way to the hospital. At least her last memory wasn't, like, those fuckheads. Yeah. Yep. She had a small amount of hope. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Courtney, the 16-year-old boy, did survive. So this is the one who's, he's drank Drano, and he's been shot in the head. Mm -hmm. But because of everything, he did have severe brain damage and was hospitalized for almost 300 days before he was actually released. And he was, I mean, he had brain damage for the rest of his life. Oren, who had all of the amazing things happen to him, he survived, obviously, with severe injuries and extensive burns from the drain now. Yeah. And a hole in the side of his neck. Right. Like, because who can you... thinks about, oh, well, we have this ballpoint pen, let's use this. Yeah. That's that's the murder weapon of choice, yeah. is this ballpoint pen. Like, oh, well, we tried the gun, and that didn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> and then, uh, don't know how to They didn't them. believe us that the Drano was vodka. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So they're they're idiots. They're so dumb. So. That, well, oh, my gosh, is, that poor family. Yeah. Well, all of this is taking place. Hours later, two teenage boys were dumpster diving in the Air Force base that these two, so... so that um, Stan and Andrews were stationed at. Mm-hmm. And they noticed that there's a bunch of wallets and purses in this garbage can. And they pull them out and they notice the pictures maybe. I'm not sure if it was from the news, which yeah. I'm guessing. Because at this point it had been a couple hours. And it probably, seeing this, especially in the 70s in Utah, it probably was like immediate news, right? Right, right. So they called police. So a large crowd started to come. Lots of police and lots of people just coming trying to figure out what's going on. So the detective who was working the scene had an idea that obviously, and this happens a lot, that the killers were most likely in the crowd, which a lot of killers do that. They come yeah, back Yeah, I've the seen scene, that. Right? Like, they come back, and that's why a lot of them get yep. caught. So because the their curiosity is, like, too high. My guess is they took all their personal belongings and they threw them in the closest trash can to where they are stationed, mm-hmm. right? So the policemen arrive. They're looking through everything. This detective has an idea. Oh, well, they're most likely in the crowd, so let's, like, let's tease them a little bit. Yeah. So he's in the dumpster, and he's like, oh, we found something, and, like, waving it in the air, like, we found something. This is going to be it, just to, like, watch the crowd. See what their reactions were. his technique worked. There was two people in the back of the crowd who were pacing, panicking. They were, like, talking to each other. They were yelling. They were freaking out. And those two guys ended up being Selby and Andrews. Oh, my gosh. Because they were just, like... They caught us. They were panicking. They were pacing. And it's just crazy to think, like, well, don't go back 
Don't go back yeah. to the scene of the crime. What are you thinking? I they mean, did not think. Good thing they, they did because they got yeah. caught, but yeah. they probably wouldn't have got caught anyways. So once they found out that it had been Selby and Andrews, they were taken into custody, and then the police actually went and looked inside their bunkers. So inside their bunkers, they had actually found like hi-fi shop um, like flyers. Oh, weird. So, so which, they were like, why would they have the joint it? for a while? Yeah, that's like, my guess. Yeah. Weird. And then they also had a contract, a signed contract for a storage unit. <sighs> so, <laughs> what's going to be in it? Oh. I mean, it's nothing. Clearly. Oh, okay. But the police then searched the storage unit and they found all the equipment that was stolen, plus the bottle of Drano that mm. was drank from. So, based on all the evidence they found, yeah, they were charged. So they were actually charged for first-degree murder and robbery, and they were convicted of, of all charges and sentenced to death. Did they not charge them for rape? They didn't. Did they, did they just not know at the time? or like That oh. or it just maybe these two took priority, Ugh. and it just never got to that, or who knows? Because obviously we know yeah. what happened. Disgusting. They yeah. obviously admitted to it, or, or who saw it happen right. admitted like they saw that. That's freaking wild. Yes. That, and the fact that it all happened within, like, hours yeah. of each other, just, that's insane. And that's the thing, is this murder, it happened so fast, it's just, like, one and done, right? So right. Now, that they've obviously been caught, they admitted to robbing the store, but they were saying they were robbing the store with the intention of killing anyone who got in the way. Because robbing the store is just so important, right? <sighs> and people's lives don't matter. So they also mention that they watched the film Magnum Force. I don't know if you've ever seen that, no. but I haven't. But that's where they got the idea of using Drano. So apparently in this movie, these people make this prostitute drink Drano to kill her. Oh and that's where God. they were like, oh, what well, is it, it works in a movie, so maybe it'll work like for us. It's called Magnum Force. I've literally never heard of that in my I life. I haven't either, but apparently there's a prostitute who drinks Drano and dies. And I'm sure the movie made it seem like it was just like, oh, yeah, I'm and asleep. Like, oh, oh, they just need to take a small drink and then they're dead. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, the so, movies. That's that's what at you this should point go off. we were going through the trial. Everything's happening. Both Oren Walker and Courtney, the two survivors, they test or they were witnesses, and then Oren actually testified on the stand. Um, there isn't a lot about his testimony, but there was a city newspaper editor there, um, and she actually said, "These are her words." He said. He recounted how he and the other victims had endured the horrors heaped on them by unmerciful suspect. He had tears flowing down his face as he told of seeing his son shot in the head. When the suspects ran out of bullets, they pushed a pencil through his ear and pushed and pushed, hoping they had silenced him by attempting to strangle him at the same time. So this guy's just talking about, like, I saw my son die, yeah. and then these guys just keep torturing me because they don't know how to kill someone. Selby was put to death in August of 1987. And Andrews in 1992. Definitely. And they literally just have to, like, fall mm-hmm. off to sleep and, okay. Yep. yep. Or, and, and there's a lot of controversy, right, with right. The, but just death penalty. That's what it is. It's not death sentence. Okay, it's same death thing. penalty. Okay, well, We figured it out. Maybe just let. <laughs> so, when you look up these murders, it's actually said that these murders were seen as one of the worst crimes ever committed in the state of Utah. Yeah. It's just crazy being from Utah and not knowing about this. I had never heard of no. that ever. So it the actually, ballpoint pen part, though, that was like a game changer. That like, is like, what are that? you doing? Yeah. So both victims who survived the attack, so Courtney, the 16-year-old, he actually passed away of June of 2002. 
He actually worked with a guy named Gary Kinder, and they wrote a book called Victim that mm-hmm. you can read, and it's all about Courtney's like side of things and what. Oh, I bet that is so interesting to like a normal sixteen-year-old boy, and then going through this, and then having brain damage after. Oh my god! So I didn't get the chance to read the book, but I think it would be really good. We totally should read that. Yeah, and then Oren Walker, the father, he passed away in February of two thousand. So there is a movie. Did he have any like on this? But it's a Lifetime movie, so. Oof. Our, I kind of love them. I <laughs> it's like... called Aftermath, The Test of Love. Oh, so it's the like the first ten minutes is about the murder, and then the rest of it's like drama about, oh, what would I do <laughs> without my love? Give us the good know. stuff, Lifetime. But yeah, so that's my murder. That was freaking intense. It literally kept turning. I didn't think they were going to... Well, and it's so crazy, too, because this all happened within probably an hour. That is... And it's so sad. People just... And it's so sad because people was like, we're, well, we just want to check on our kids, right? Yeah, and people yeah. just kept coming. It's, but lock it's like, the it, door. It makes me think, like, did they really only want to rob the store or, like, to have no, that, like, I mean, Drano ready to go? Movie, yeah, so they, they had to. do, but it was like, yeah. this could be a backup plan. Like, right. it seems like it's going to work. Like, yeah. No. That's so And crazy. I didn't know that Drano, like, I knew Drano could affect you like that, but or, like, could kill you, but I didn't know it would hit you that fast. Ugh. It's disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. So there, there you go. That's There's crazy. Our Utah murders. Those are our two murders. Yeah. We'll post some pictures on Instagram. Yeah. And let you guys. We'll let those. you guys put a face to these stories. Yeah. So, so you can you see how creepy they are. Information, but. Um, we want all your feedback, so, you know, after you listen, just give us, DM us, let us know what you thought, if you yeah. thought that it was interesting, if there's any kind of other themes that you guys would want to hear about. Go give us a like on our Instagram, Two um, Murders Podcast, yep, yep. subscribe. Subscribe. How, How about, about that? that? <laughs>